The medical information communicated in this podcast is of a general educational nature. If you are feeling unwell, please seek the attention of a medical practitioner. Any advertisements promoted throughout the podcast are not endorsed by the presenter or any of the guests interviewed. Hi there, welcome to MediTalk, a medical podcast talking all things medical in a way that you can understand. You're with Danae. Have you ever suffered from a nagging, irritating cough? Chronic cough happens to be one of the most common reasons why we go and see a doctor. A persistent cough can disturb our sleep, cause fatigue, and decrease our concentration, affecting our overall ability to work and generally negatively impacts our quality of life. So why do we tolerate it? Why do we persist with a persistent cough? Well, to help us better understand what chronic cough is and when to seek help, we're going to speak to Dr. Christopher Stanley, a respiratory physician from Royal Perth Hospital, who also privately consults at CRS. So what is chronic cough? It is actually a normal um, human reflex. And the main reason we cough is to try and clear secretions and clear foreign material out of our lungs. So a cough is actually a quite important uh, bodily function to have. Yeah. But um, cough can become problematic, um, particularly if, it, if it's persistent. And uh, as respiratory physicians, we tend to divide cough into an acute cough and a chronic cough. And an acute cough is, is a cough that usually is related to chest infections and, and typically lasts less than two months, whereas a, a chronic cough persists beyond this. Yeah, right. And so at this time, coming into flu season, I know a lot of people around the office and at home will start coughing. When do you know you cough? Is, is not flu related that you actually need to, you've got a problem, you need to see a respiratory physician. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess there's a number of uh, what we would call red flags as mm. to, um, you know, suggestions to the underlying cause and things that need to be further investigated. I think the first thing is that a cough that is lasting more than uh, two months certainly should be investigated by at least a GP and probably mm. a respiratory physician. But there's a number of other uh, specific symptoms that we can see that can be concerning. So if the cough is associated with um, sputum that has blood in it, mm. uh, particularly in smokers, that's a concern, obviously, and most patients will take it upon themselves to seek help for that. Mm. But other situations might be a cough associated with breathlessness, cough associated with wheezing, or um, even weight loss. Those sort of features um, may indicate an underlying problem that needs to be um, addressed. Okay. So you've been coughing, uh, uh, I suppose the situation being that you've you've been coughing for a little while, you've gone to your GP, you might have been put on some antibiotics thinking it's a flu, but the cough just keeps going. You eventually get a referral to see a respiratory physician. Mm. What happens then normally in terms of diagnostic? Yeah, ones? and that's a common situation. A lot of patients have had a trial of um, antibiotics, which is not an unreasonable situation. Um, once they come to see a respiratory physician, we know that uh, most of the underlying cause for a chronic cough can be ascertained with a thorough history and a, an examination uh, by a respiratory physician. Um, and really, when we look at some of the causes of cough, um, although there are many causes that can be indicate sinister pathology, the most common causes are going to be upper airway problems like post-nasal drip syndrome, sinus disease, um, asthma, and then uh, you know gastroesophageal reflux disease. And they're the main categories that we find as being causes of chronic, chronic cough. And sometimes there's more than one at play. 
And it's really about teasing out um, which one of those is, is the dominant uh, dominant problem. There are some tests that, that we can do, um, particularly lung function tests uh, to sort of uh, try and ascertain whether there's a problem within the lungs. Um, and then there's a whole battery of other tests that we can do all the way down to um, visualisation of inside the lungs with a bronchoscopy and CAT scans. Okay. And is it something that you can be treated and it go away or is it something that you it, it could be lifelong that you end up having yeah. chronic cough? Are there conditions that you have chronic cough and it's yeah. one of those things? Absolutely. And, and so, look, I guess there are there is some data that up to in, in specialised cough centres, up to 90% of um, cases of chronic cough, uh, we find a cause and we can treat it and the cough goes away. So I think people should feel reassured that the cough is not necessarily going to be there forever. In fact, a very, very small percentage of patients have what we call um, idiopathic cough syndrome, where there's no clear cause identified. Mm. Um, and those patients are uh, either um, pre prescribed medications to help uh, the problematic cough, or there are some uh, respiratory training uh, uh, I guess, exercises which can be done mm. to try and uh, minimise the cough. So there's always a treatment, um, yeah. but and most of the time the cough will be uh, will able to be sorted out and resolved. And I, th I think I'm thinking on behalf of a patient here, often we'll think, oh, it's just a cough. Mm. We're just, oh, it's only a cough, mm. I'll just tolerate it. I don't really need it. You know, quite reluctant to see a doctor. Is there consequences to not having your cough looked at, addressed and treated? Absolutely. And I'd put those into two major categories. So firstly, um, there's the consequences of not treating the underlying cause and then there's, then there's the consequences of the cough itself. And so in terms of not treating the underlying cause, um, certainly if there's underlying infections that aren't, aren't um aren't treated, these can, these can cause uh, a lot more severe infection and worsening symptoms. Um, underlying malignancies obviously need to be treated and without treatment the cough will persist and, mm -hmm. and the, um, the underlying malignancy will progress. Um, and then there's the, uh, the, the, the downstream effects of the actual cough itself. So in some patients a chronic cough can result in hernias, it can result in um, problems with urinary incontinence, um, it can result in rib fractures and in some patients they can actually have periods of dizziness associated with coughing fits. Mm. So there's a number of downstream effects of not um, having a, a, a cough um, adequately treated and, and reviewed. Yeah, so the cough can actually uh, be a symptom of something more serious. So that that really you need to go and see a doctor. You need yeah. you should be vigilant with your health and absolutely. Say it's not just a cough. It's not just a yeah. sniffle. It's something that could be more. Yeah, and I have to reassure um, people out there that. Um, most of the time, the cough is a very common presenting symptoms for yeah. GPs. In fact, it's one of the most common uh, symptoms patients will present to a GP with. Okay. And most of the cough is not due to a sinister cause. Yeah. It's only a small number that are due to a sinister cause. That's so good to know. Um, it's important not to ignore it. Yeah, no, good to know. And so what can we do to prevent suffering chronic cough? Is it something you can, is it preventable? Um, in some situations, yes. And so uh, I guess... Firstly, in terms of uh, acute cough and um, infections, which are the, one of the most common causes of a cough, certainly 
going into flu season, things, simple things people can do is to avoid unwell contacts, maintain good um, hand hygiene, mm. and uh, also having the, the yearly flu vaccination yeah. can help to prevent um, influenza and um, prevent cough. Um, we know that People over the age of 65 with underlying lung disease have um, recommendations for the pneumococcal vaccination, but I would advocate for everyone to have the flu vaccination. Um, now, the flu vaccine can can obviously help to prevent the um, the flu, but also uh, there is a, a entity called um, post viral cough, um, mm. which can be triggered by flu like illnesses and and viruses, and so preventing the flu taking hold can actually prevent that cough. Mm. Um, so there are some things that can be done to prevent cough, but it does depend, of course, on the underlying um, cause, and that, that needs to be ascertained by a full history and examination. Yep. And if you've got someone in your family that's suffered from chronic cough in their life, um, like you might have a parent, um, does that mean that you're prone to it as a, as a, as a child? No, absolutely not. But th there is a small subgroup of, of uh, patients that we um, obviously screen for underlying um, illnesses, and that's um, people who, who've come from a, um, a, an area where uh, chronic infections like tuberculosis mm. uh, are rife, and often if they're in the same households, they can develop a cough as a result of um, co-infection. And so... Um, in terms of whether it's hereditary, no, not really. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously being in close, close proximity to someone who's unwell increases your risk of developing a cough. In fact, I was only just speaking to someone this morning about chronic cough and they, they were convinced that they were working somewhere where the air conditioning caused their chronic cough. Is, is it environmental? Absolutely, absolutely And I possible. sort of had a bit of a yeah, giggle last night. Possible. I'm going to ask Dr Sterling yeah. <laughs> today. Yeah. But is it something that can be caused by the environment? And he said, you know what, I left that job and then I got better and my chronic cough went away. <laughs> probably right. Look, um, absolutely. And so one thing we know is the drying effect of um, cold air yes. um, can... Um, trigger a um, a cough and okay. we often see it in sports people who have rapid inflow of air in and out can dry the airway mucosa and that can trigger a cough okay. and so there's another entity called uh, cough variant asthma um, and and uh, this is a subset of patients who actually do have asthma mm. but um, they don't have the typical symptoms of wheeze and chest tightness and breathlessness they just um, it's manifest with more of a cough and, and simple treatment with asthma medications can actually uh, relieve the cough. And how would you know that you're one of those people? You wouldn't. You'd, oh, you'd need... So um, yeah. that that's where um, seeking advice yes. um, for a chronic cough can come in handy. So a respiratory physician can do some basic um, breathing tests. Sometimes it requires some provocation-type tests, tests where we give medications to try and bring out the cough. Um, but it can be quite easily diagnosed and then treated. But um, you wouldn't know unless yeah. you had it seen to. Go and see a specialist. Because right. I think what I'm learning just from um, speaking with you is more about asthma and just the exercise-induced asthma. Mm. And now you're saying just I think we often think and simplify chronic disease, oh, asthma, and this yep. is the cause and this is... But it seems like every individual yeah. is different and the importance of seeing a specialist, yep. making sure that you've got good clinical care around you to make sure that your needs are being yep. met. Because anything, if you go and see or have a good clinical team around you, you'll get the right support mm. and the right treatment and 90% of the time you can get yeah. um, things like chronic cough 
result. Absolutely. And it can be simple things like some medications can trigger a cough. Um, Untreated um, reflux disease can trigger a cough. There's many things that can cause a cough and and, um, it's just about trying to pinpoint which one it is. Yep. Okay. So just some takeaway messages for everyone regarding chronic cough. Um, particularly coming into flu season, sounds like we all should be having our flu shot. Absolutely. No age is, is, is should we, whether you're young, old, uh, it's probably a good thing. Is that Absolutely. correct? Um, and make sure that if your, your cough is uh, how many weeks? So uh, if your cough is lasting more than eight weeks, uh, it should be seen to at least with a GP and probably with a respiratory physician referral. Don't ignore any red flags. Oh, what are those again? <laughs> Let me just check. What are the red flags? So weight loss, blood in, in your phlegm, um, breathlessness, wheeze or chest tightness, or unremitting fever associated with your cough, it should be seen to. Fantastic. Thanks Great. for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please send me an email of any medical topics you would love to learn more about by simply emailing me at danae at meditalk.com.au. Danae, D-A-N-A-E, at meditalk.com.au. Stay well and let's talk soon.